Hey guys, welcome back to the Diet Doc Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Joe Klumzeski here with Dr. Adam Martin, who is a Diet Doc program owner in Pittsburgh, also a pharmacist. So uh, as you guys know, we have program owners around the world in different health contexts. We have personal trainers, we have uh, everybody in allied health fields like Adam, all who want to be able to create the best programming systems for their clients. And so Adam, I appreciate you being with me here in the coaching clinic because we want to continue to bring out experts like you into the communities and make sure that you guys are being um, recognized for, for your expertise, your, your knowledge, and you've got some, some unique parts to, to what you create in even content because you are, you're a busy professional, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Joe. Well, specifically, uh, I, I know you, you really like to talk about your story in being such a busy professional that you often don't have the time to eat well, or at least you wouldn't eat well if you didn't take the time. And I think most, most of the podcasts I've listened to, most of the banter I look at on social media, whenever this topic comes up, we often end up immediately with bulk cooking, with food prep, with meal prep. And, and I don't want to gloss over that, but I want to hit that quickly because I think everybody knows that they should do that, but a lot of people just don't. And, and I, I kid you not, right before we were getting online for this podcast, I got a, uh, an email message from a client who said, Joe, sorry, I suck. I just cannot keep up. I'm so busy with work, and he's actually an attorney. And he said, so I, I just can't keep up with meal prep and I, and I can't stay full, you know, as far as the foods I'm eating. He's eating just processed food around the office, stuff like that. So let's start there. Let's start with somebody who says, I know I need to bulk cook. I know I need to meal prep, but I just can't. How would you approach that? Absolutely. So thank you so much for hitting that point and for inviting me back on, Dr. Joe. Um, so looking at how to eat healthy for a busy professional. Uh, just quick insight on me. I work full-time as a pharmacist, uh, 42 hours a week, plus one hour commute each way. So time's pretty limited in addition to being a entrepreneur. So that's like setting the stage. Okay, you don't have time because bulk prepping, as you guys know, does take some time. And the idea behind it is front loading. So instead of, if you eat four meals a day, instead of cooking four times in a day, the bulk cooking premise is just cook once, like cook one and done, and then you can kind of taper it out throughout the day. Um, looking at what your client had expressed, or as I, as I may say, what he was pleading his case to be as an attorney, um, he was saying that he just doesn't have the time. And we hear this all the time with anything related to health fitness in any context. I know what to do. I just don't do it. And it could be that it comes down to the simple fact that the pain of not doing it is not as great as the pain of doing it. So looking at that context, thinking, okay, something that you're doing in bulk prepping is painful to the point where you're just not doing it. So a lot of times that comes into what I find to be the mindset component. Uh, and, and I used to fall privy to this back in my early days, my journey, because my belief was if I want extreme results, I have to make extreme sacrifices, meaning I have to suffer. Like if I eat decadent foods or I eat foods I actually like, I'm not going to get the results because this clearly shouldn't be fun. I shouldn't be enjoying this process. I shouldn't be liking the food because that's not going to lead to weight loss. I have to suffer. I have to eat bland foods because that's the only thing that's going to get me results. That was my mindset many years ago. And through coaching, I find this to be the standard mindset with lots of people. So I think first addressing that 
misconception uh, that that's not in fact the case. You can literally have your cake and eat it too and still hit your weight loss goals or muscle building goals, whatever that is, is a big point to drive home. So looking at your client, for example, I would say, explain to me what you're doing to bulk cook and tell me what kind of foods you're making. And my guess would be they're not foods that he actually enjoys. They're probably things that he thinks are quote healthy or quote the right foods that he actually doesn't like. So that's one of the things I tell people is literally write a list of foods you hate and then write a list of foods you love because I'm never going to, I want, I need to know what you don't like because I'm never going to advise you to do that. Um, so the simplest thing would be to look at that component because I'm willing to bet that that's what he's doing. Um, so that's the first thing I would look at. So, and I will say, I totally agree. You, you, you do have to hit that pain threshold where you just have to get this done. I, I was speaking to a, a relative actually who has gone up and down and weight a little bit and, you know, had those times where it was going great and then they slide back. And uh, all of a sudden I turn around and this person has lost 80 pounds. And the number one thing that I see in the behavior is that she is bulk cooking every single Sunday, go to the grocery store, come home, you know, create all of these great foods, put it in the fridge, dose it out in your meal, prep containers, whatever macro profile you want. And, and that has, has quite literally been the, the key. But I will say, we do have a fast-paced society, and if that cannot happen, you know, let, let's talk about, I, I have right across the street from my office a Jimmy John's. Right next door, I have a Subway, and I have, another, you know, 50 more restaurant choices all around me. I know for a fact, when I go eat at those places, I'm always going to eat more. So do you advise yep. clients to, to bake that into the equation and say, okay, that meal is going to have a few more calories or a lot, and so you've just got to eat fewer meals that day, or are you going to strip it down to nothing? You know, tell that person just, just no cheese, no dressings, no this, no that, and, and really try and get it to as clean as you would make at home. Excellent question. So I'm going to bulk, if I will. I'm going to bulk, bulk cooking and eating out in um, I struggled through school and I, I, there's a lot of, you know, big names with drugs. I'm a pharmacist, but there's lots of big concepts. But the way I got through it is to simplify it into the easiest thing. I call them simplifications. So looking at eating in any context, I'm going to boil it down to one simple concept. Proper pep preparation prevents poor performance cooking, you're doing everything ahead of time. Just like if you're going to Jimmy John's, if you're going to a meeting or a birthday dinner, plan ahead. And what I mean by that is literally factor in what you are going to like before you get there. And the reason I say this is how many of you listening or watching have gone out to a restaurant with good intentions with friends and you, you know, you're talking and time gets carried away. And before you know it, the waitress is right next to you and saying, what do you want to order? Now, you don't want to hold up other people, so you literally just look at the menu and pick in five seconds. That doesn't give you time to analyze and think, what are my goals? What do I actually like? What would be a better, best, bestest option, right? So if you do that beforehand by going on their website or looking it up with a uh, macro tracker uh, or calorie king, looking at what you might like and then seeing what the calories, the macros are, that's probably going to lead you to better decision so that before you go into the restaurant, before you're sitting down, before you get to the drive through whatever the situation is, you know what your choice is. You're going to order a food you actually like, you're going to be on track with your macros, 
and you don't even have to think about it. It really all starts with that whole concept of planning ahead. So if Jimmy John's, for example, you really like the um, sandwich that has avocado, okay? And you're like, oh, this, this seems healthy. It, it's on multi-grain bread, but you go online, it sees that it has 32 grams of fat. That's probably gonna make you double check and look at, okay, what else do I like that I would enjoy to order? And compare those macros, compare those calories to see what would fit so that you can enjoy what you Looking at eating out, that's a concept I myself practice and really help uh, other people do as well, is just check that menu out ahead of time. Um, I know not all restaurants have it out there, but with the new FDA mandate for locations that have, I think it's 15, 18 more locations, they have to post that. Um, so that's really helpful to help you plan ahead. Um, and if they don't have a menu, you can kind of guesstimate. But in general, even with those, restaurants, fast food rest, uh, places do tend to over with in, in regards to food portions fat and things like that. But having that ahead of time helps you to plan properly. Yeah, and, and I will say something that's become a little bit more accepted now uh, as we evolve further into different sectors of a full-blown service economy, uh, more and more people are just accepting the fact that if they want to eat well consistently, they're going to have to solicit some help. And so I know there are services where a chef or fruit food prep person will come into your house and do that bulk cooking for you. Yes. Uh, there, there are different food service companies I have recommended. We have one here in the Midwest that's called Midwest Meals in uh, Wisconsin. And, and even one of my clients who's, who's extremely busy, you know, and, and he's tried the whole bulk cooking thing on his own and he can do it sometimes, but he just, he has the resources to do this. And so I suggested it and, and he loves it. He's getting, you know, 10 meals uh, a week shipped to him from them. That takes care of the majority of the meals that he would otherwise be bulk cooking. Uh, there's another group out of Texas, Icon Meals. And with, yes. with dry ice shipping, styrofoam containers, you know, these things have become way more accessible. I, I would always say you know, shop local, you know, go, go for somebody that you're going to get fresher food because they're right there in your community. But is this something that you see clients taking advantage of yet? Yeah, absolutely. And, and as a personal uh, buyer, I guess you could say of those services too. So with this idea of, okay, I need to prepare ahead, everyone knows that, but time gets in the way. So that's created a huge opportunity for businesses like Blue Apron and HelloFresh. If you cook and actually do the stuff, they give you all the ingredients you don't have to shop. So that takes care of that. You can take that a step further and say, I don't even have time to do that. I just want my meals to stick it in the micro and go. So you have things like Midwest meals and then visionary meals outside of the Columbus, Ohio area, which is really great. I know the owner, he's doing awesome work. Um, but yes, I myself actually used that during my last show. I was traveling a lot, going through a lot of things. Um, so I used Icon Meals and they deliver anywhere, your house. Um, I was in a, a five-day conference in Vegas and they delivered it to my hotel. So I had all for that those five days was right on track with prep uh, so it's very convenient um, yes it is a little more costly but it really comes down to you know what do you have to work with what can you realistically stick to for hitting that consistency factor um, so if that is a real big hindrance time and so forth there are a lot of options available to help you stick to that but yes a lot of these meal planning systems are in place that can help you um, but really look at a lot of them have macros and so forth, allow you to uh, personalize those meals. Um, but it really comes down to what resources you have, 
what your goals are and what your specific time schedule looks like. So, so just to round this out, we have the, the two options in the middle, which are, you know, when you're going out to eat, to be extremely careful, look ahead, plan ahead, make the best choices you can. Uh, having somebody else prepare food for you or using some kind of a, a mitigating food service that it's, if they're not going to deliver your foods, they at least deliver the ingredients. Uh, on the front end, we talked about bulk cooking. I, I want to finish up with, with just having uh, simple foods available that you just create habits with. So for example, I, I like to come to work and do a little cardio before I actually eat breakfast. So I just make sure I have my oatmeal, my frozen fruit, my protein powder, everything I need to make an amazing fresh fruit oatmeal type breakfast. And then my next meal is lunch. I, you know, every time we go to the grocery store, it's, I'm always going to get a sleeve of whole grain bagels, low fat Swiss cheese, deli turkey or deli chicken so that I can, I can make a sandwich, you know, as clean as possible. I don't have to rely on somebody across the street to do that. And then a couple, couple snacks, maybe a protein bar, some other things. But, but the majority of my food is actually consumed in such a, a rote way. It's so robotic that I can trust it. It, it becomes very much a baseline foundational amount of my, my calorie intake. So then when I'm employing some flexibility like at home when you know every dinner may be different, it's a lot easier to stay on track. So uh, I, I have to think you do that as well in, in your life, Adam. Absolutely. So I have what's called like my at work foods and my not at work foods. So at looking at what I eat when I'm at the pharmacy, I don't get lunch breaks. I'm on my feet 13 hours. So you literally have to be innovative and that's what created these types of things. So it might sound sad and pathetic, but most of my meals are drinkable, which isn't ideal because that's not going to lead to satiety with fiber and so forth. Um, so one of my go-tos, normally like mid or late day, is a protein shake. So I make quick oats, throw it in the blender with um, some cocoa powder and a scoop of protein, but then I also spike it with espresso because that will help caffeine helps us to tidy as well. That'll also help get me through that day. Um, so that's one of my go-tos. Um, I've got protein bars and jerky at the pharmacy. So that's kind of my backup plan. Um, if I'm really pinched for time or if for food at home, I always have that backup plan, which I always recommend having that where you work. Um, but yeah, just like you say, I have those, my, my go-to foods at work. Those are some of my meals. And then at home, I have some of my go-tos. Uh, one thing I like is uh, just frozen um, cut up vegetables. I throw those in the frying pan with some what's and uh, top that with some ketchup. And that's an awesome meal. Keeps me full for a long time. Um, but speaking real quick to busy professionals that are, are busy, a lot of times we're so focused on what we're doing, hunger kind of creeps in. And in reality, it's actually thirst and not hunger. So this is one tip that I give to almost every one of my clients and friends is if you're feeling hungry, but you just ate not too long ago, it might actually be that you're thirsty. And pretty much every person I've ever told this that tried it was like, oh my gosh, this like is saving me so much calories. So especially for busy professionals, if you're not thinking about drinking water, it's not going to happen. Most of us are dehydrated, dehydrated anyway, and the brain can't really interpret uh, thirst between hunger. So my, I call it the water test. So if you're feeling hungry, but you don't think you really are, literally just chug a bottle of water. I've got a case of water uh, right where I work at the pharmacy, and I give myself this test. I'm going to chug this bottle of water, wait five to ten minutes, and 99% of the time, the hunger goes away. 
If I am so hungry, then I actually am. So that's one little tip you can do, whether at home or at work or on the road, wherever you might be, that can really save you a lot of calories and keep you one, hydrated, and two, on track with making the best decisions for your diet. Definitely, definitely, man. And uh, Adam, thanks for this. You guys watching and listening, uh, I, I can't say it enough. The information is there, the steps are there. And I'm gonna circle all the way back to what uh, Adam said in the first place, which is, you just have to do it. Nobody's going to do this for you. So you either take these steps, integrate it into your daily habits, get it done, and then you're going to enjoy the success of that, or you're just gonna keep languishing in excuses and wonder why you can't live that life that you want. So uh, Adam, I appreciate all of your, uh, your great expertise. Obviously, you're living it as a busy professional. So thank you very much for being with us in the coaching clinic today. Thanks for having me, Joe. Hope this helped you guys listening. All right, guys, uh, thanks for watching and listening, and we'll catch you next time.